Muller Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder. I'm Richard Skinner. We're going to look back at the regular season finale, the loss to LaSalle in a tight one, 27-25, and look ahead to the playoffs, which begin this Friday when Muller travels to Hamilton. Uh, Mark, first and foremost, um, we've seen a lot of fight in your team over the last few weeks. You challenged them at halftime of that Trinity game. They seem to have responded. And, uh, and talk about fighting back down two touchdowns with uh, just under four minutes to go to take the lead. That has to be heartening. Disheartening part is the end result. Yeah, no, I'll say this. I mean, these guys have been a pleasure to coach. They've um, they've done what we've asked them to do, uh, by and large, to to the best of their ability. They're uh, they're they're all in. Um, they've been fighting hard. They've been competing. Um, just uh, we're just a hair short, you know. And and it's it was really disheartening. But um, the positive part of about all this is is you see. A lot of character in this team. There's no question about it. You see a ton of character in this team. Uh, this hasn't been an easy season, and and um, you know our guys just keep fighting. And 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 sometimes you know people say, oh, we keep fighting. I mean, there's a difference in uh, getting up, just getting knocked down again, and 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 getting up with an intention to actually fight. And I think that our guys actually had that intention to fight. I mean, we we get knocked down, and it's it's we're not just like, oh, we're going to show up again. Uh, no, I mean they, they fight, and and that's that's great to see. The the other positive is is, you know, these first six weeks don't matter right now. They just don't. We're we're in the playoffs. Uh, it doesn't matter for six no zero and six. It doesn't matter who. The, the same thing for everybody else. Um, everybody's zero and zero right now. And on top of that, I think we're playing our best ball. Yeah, that, that's the part. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's anything fluky about the way you played against LaSalle. They make a great play at the end. Got a kid who's going to Alabama, so he's obviously athletic enough to, yep. to go to Alabama. Jumps up and makes a play. Your corner twice is in the position to make a play. Yeah. I hate to do this. Sometimes you just tip your cap and go hell of a play. Yeah. 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 Well. Frankly, and, and this just is this isn't just coach talk. That was my worst call of the day um, defensively. I, you know, I need to be in a little bit better of a situation for us under the circumstances where uh, clock is rolling. We just got a sack. Right. Um, I need to be in a little bit better call right there. I was disappointed with. Um, I mean, I said it to the team after the game. I mean, it was it was it was it didn't have to be after the game. I mean, the ball before the ball was in the air. I was literally like, what? Am I? Should have been in this. You know, there was a different call that I liked a lot better. Um, and I don't, I'm not a big second-guess guy. That's not well, my I, thing. I want to ask you that because because it's been a theme with the Bengals what, that I cover, their two-minute defense. And sometimes I, I've, I've asked the coordinator, I've asked the head coach, is it you got a bunch of new parts and it's hard to communicate in that circumstance because things are happening so fast. Take, take me through that process because you're right. You just got in a sack. You're not taking a timeout because you want the clock to keep rolling, obviously. Right. How hard is it to communicate in that circumstance? And especially with high school guys, I'm not looking for an excuse. I'm, I'm honestly wanting to know, how does the communication go in that in that place? Because it's going 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, the, the communication, it's not like you're able to yell out right. like, what, what you're <laughs> looking for, but but more so from a strategic standpoint, I didn't have a great call there. So um, it's, it's, not a, it's not a difficulty in communicating. You're not going to be able to communicate uh, what you're expecting. You're not going to be able to holler anything out to the field to, to tell people that. But I'm, I'm used to not being able to do that anyways. There's, there's been plenty of years that I've been in stadiums where you, 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 you can't, can't hear anyway. Right? You can't hear. You have a hard time communicating on the sideline with them on right. the bench, let alone anything else so um so it's not that it's more so just the strategic uh decision that i personally made on that call uh on, on what we were playing i didn't like it i didn't like it as soon as i 
essentially signaled it you know it's one of those deals but uh, i also have learned to never don't change calls um because because you want to you want to be really bad you know change call and have six guys doing one and five right. doing the other and, and then it's and, a busted coverage yeah, for sure I, i've lost i've been a part of lost games on that unfortunately but um yeah i didn't like the call as soon as it came out of my um my mouth essentially and, and then uh, unfortunately it, it the, it turned into what it was, which was uh, an isolated matchup with um, a guy that we think the world of who's a really good football player, um, who's a sophomore, you know, going head Cap to head Davis, with a guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cap, he's, he's right there. Cap's a great football player. Listen, Cap is – Cap is. Uh, he's a very good football player now, and he's got an unbelievably bright future, and he's one-on-one with a, a guy going to Alabama, and that kid just made the play, and Cap was right there. I mean, it, you know, you couldn't ask for, for much better coverage. I mean – um, that that kid just happened to make the play. We we're close to making it. It is what it is. But I, I I needed to be in a better position than what put us in a better position than what we did. And that's that's real. That's I knew it before the the play had even transpired. Let's talk about the comeback that got you to that point, though. Down twenty four thirteen, they score what what in theory was kind of a game clinching touchdown. It looked like with three fifty seven to go. And you get the kickoff back to the fifty. That seemed to be a big play. Tyrell Davis. They they kind yeah. of pooch kicked it. He was one of your up. Not full up backs, but he's up further yeah. um, and, and didn't just run into the pile. He tried to make a play, and he does. He gets you to the 50. Let's start there. How big was that to get you in mega positive field position to start that drive? Yeah, I think that that was, that was huge. And, the, you know, there's, there's those moments that you kind of need something. You know what I mean? Because, right, sure. like, it, it, we're certainly, obviously, we're certainly not out of it, but um, – it has to happen fast, but but yeah, we we need like at that moment you you just you get that sense on the sideline of like, you know, in one of these first couple plays we need something to go our way because you know us having a even if we go and have a a eight play drive where we get six and five and you know like it's, that's it's, not forty three seconds yeah, left at that point. Yeah, there's just not going to be enough time and this that and the other. Well, so. in the in the play you get after the kickoff, obviously the ball that gets batted back to to Tyrell, which is just incredible. Yeah, yeah no, I mean we we had a couple of things uh, that that went our way for that time and and frankly. Um, I don't look at the kickoff return going our way because that um, that's we've done that before sure. and and we've we've been fairly good on kickoff return as far as had a good number of them that have gotten out past the forty that have done a nice job. Uh, our guys, um, you know, I think do do a good job blocking and and Ty did a great job of doing exactly what we wanted to do in that situation. So uh, so as far as that's concerned, that that was just us executing. Sure, right. It wasn't like it went our way. We but just executed. gave a great field position though. But yeah. it gave us great field position, and it gave us a spark. Yeah. And that was what we needed was that spark. And then, yeah, we did have a fortunate play where their guy kind of tipped it. And it um, shoot, if he hadn't tipped it, it would have been an incomplete. Pass. Yeah, no, right, no, exactly. He tips it <laughs> he back tipped towards it the receiver, right to him. I mean, it was it was. Uh, uh, he looked startled too. I don't know what it looked like on film, but he looked startled that it was tipped back to him. Landed in his lap. Yeah, that was one of the few plays this year that I'm like, wow, that kind of went our way. Yeah, you know, and it was just. When that happened, there was just that feeling of of shoot, this is things are, this hasn't been the case. Things are going our way right now, and and uh, so we go down and and score. So we get it within a tight deal. We go for the onside, which uh, we didn't. And and there's some strategy to that. We didn't have to go for the onside, right. um, but you know I've done a lot of of. Um, the last handful of years that we, we had a company that we worked with that, that did a lot of the analysis of this stuff. And at that point, that's a, that is a go for the onside because of um, you can get the ball back, but 
um, there's going to be very limited time. You need to. Yeah, I, I think the strategy two is two chances. Right. Well, the strategy is two. Uh, it's always multifold. First off, you didn't get the two point conversion, which you, you which would have made it three. Maybe if you needed a field goal, you can kick them down deep, and you don't have to go as far to kick a field goal to tie. In this case, you still needed a touchdown, so you're going to need a three and out somewhere. You might as well go ahead and try to get the ball back initially. I mean, I'm sure the analytics are, are perfect yeah. on that. That that's that is the decision. Either way, you go with it. It's not a matter of pinning them deep and, and, and hoping you get a short right. field to kick a field goal. You need to score a touchdown still. Right. Yeah, and that was so on in two-part there. I mean, yes, but then it also just with the limited time, it's it's like, hey, guess what? If they get three first downs, That's this it. thing's over anyway. Right, right. So whether, like you said, we need six, so whether or not, we, we have them punt at the 20 after three plays or whether we have them punt at the 45, uh, 45 yeah, yeah. Um, we, we're going to have if we if we get a three now we're, we're going to have time to, to make a drive let's give ourselves two chances to get the ball right. back one on an onside kick two if we can get a stop if we it, don't and, get and it almost kick. worked I mean it, it, the kid did tip it he got a finger on it and if somehow he bangs it backwards that ball's alive and yeah. unfortunately for you it, it rolls out of bounds yeah the ref didn't think that he hit it but but um mm. <laughs> but that's okay. So we didn't get the bounce. It gives us a shot. I thought the kick was good. It just, you know, you're hoping that it, it does the dribble, dribble, pop, and yep. it just did the dribble, 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 dribble yeah. and, and right. it went out of bounds. So yeah. it is what it is. But we, you know, we got them in a situation where where uh, they're trying to throw a screen because it, I mean, I, and I, I thought it was a good call. It was a safe call in theory. <laughs> in theory, yeah, it's a good call because of the fact that uh, it should be a high high completion percentage. Now, the how good of a play did Joe Gennetti make on that ball? Because he tipped it to himself. I, I, you know, for me, I, initially, I, I it, it I thought it was safe. I thought it was going over his head and going to be complete. It looked like he made an, an outstanding play. Uh, I don't know what it looked like on film. So Jack Garrett actually tipped it. Oh, he so, t- okay. Yeah. Okay. So Jack Garrett tipped it. I, I will say this: we had a couple tip balls. It was something that we put an emphasis on this week. Um, their their quarterback was a little bit on the shorter side. He had a lower release point, so that Nate was Paps something. Batted one down, I think. They yeah. got one earlier yeah. in, the, in the the day, and and I'll say this: we saw, and that's something that we talk about a bunch is mirroring the offhand of the quarterback. But I think we put an even larger emphasis on it this week because of that, um, and. You know, we saw multiple times guys getting hands up in the window. A couple that turned into tips, and obviously that one was a huge one. Jack Garrett got his hand up. We tipped the ball up in the air. Joe Gennetti uh, gets the ball, and and we got a chance now and a lot of momentum and, and some juice to go our way, and and that was great. And then we go down, punch it in. You know, uh, Caddis, if I remember right. Yep. And then, yep. And uh, wide open. Yeah. And then and um, you know we had a nice disguise on that. Uh, Diggs had a really good play call. Um, then unfortunately we just we didn't get the two point. We we felt just short of it there, and and um, you know, and then they they put a good drive together. Unfortunately, the, the first two point conversion play, it, it looked like you guys got a little confused on what you wanted to do personnel wise. How disappointing was that? Because if I remember, I think you ended up taking taking a delay, and it, it didn't work out. The second one looked like it was almost perfectly run, and you just came up a hair short. Was the first one just? You, you, Again, it's it goes so darn quick. Take me take me through that a little bit. Yeah, I mean we're going for two, and and um, you know something that 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 we discussed at the beginning, but but kids in the in the moment, you know, like you're trying to get everybody to get back on because some guys start to run off, right? And, and so yeah, we we as coaches need to handle that thing better. We just need to to get the play call in and and um, and go. You know, make sure that that the kids are. 
uh, not coming off the field and, and all of those things because we just need to make sure that, that that goes a little bit smoother than what it did. Um, that's on that's on me. I mean, we just got to get that thing so that we're doing it from the three. But, yeah, obviously going for 0 for 2. And, and, and I thought that the, the calls were the right at the time. Um, you know, we're doing the one to get within three. Sure. And so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's no. I think you had no no question of going for two on either one of those. Yeah. yeah. It just stinks when you look at it when you. Go I know people think you go. Well, you could have kicked both of them, and you've been up now. You're not. You weren't going to kick. Right. Both but of those. but yeah. yeah. But the, the flip of that is is that you're not going to kick the one to be right. down four. Right. And that's, like, that's not the number you like, want. Right. Yeah. Right. Four is a terrible number. Correct. You know, like. Correct. You, you, what's the difference between four and five? Exactly. Nothing, nothing, absolutely Zero, nothing, nothing. So, literally nothing. Yeah, you're not you're not thinking about it that way. So you go for it, you don't get it. So, um, so then unfortunately you're down five, and then when you score again, you're up you have one, to, yeah, and you're you like, well, what's, yeah, yeah, you know, what are you going? Being up two does nothing for Correct. you. So both times were the right call. I didn't think that that was it, but but us as coaches, we got to make sure that our um, we get that call. Uh, a little bit smoother than what we did. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the good things you did offensively. Um, you ran the ball very, very well. Yeah. Um, w- w- did anything change up front? Was it just uh, you had some calls that really worked and you kept going to the well? And TJ certainly ran well. I mean, all your back. Jordan Marshall ran well. Uh, yep. You know, the freshman, he ran hard. I didn't realize he was that physical. I thought he was more of kind of the, the shifty type, but he showed some physicality a couple of times on a couple of runs. Yeah, no, Jordan did a great job. He, no, he, he he's gonna be a spectacular player here for sure. Um, but but you know I thought TJ ran really well. I, I thought that all in all our whole our, our line blocked really well. I think it was our best day up front that we've had uh, this year. Um, I, I thought TJ ran really well. Jordan ran well. Danny ran well. I thought it, it was really uh, a complete effort by the offense. And I'll, I'll say this: I think it was a commitment to us running the football this went week. Went two tight ends you know? a chunk? Uh, we did. We went two tight ends a handful of times. Um, yeah, I, I think that we we committed to running the football. Uh, we said we're going to continue to run it, you know, and, and we did. And that was what was great. We didn't uh, – we stuck with it because uh, we had some times where it was – where. We didn't get some yards, you know, but but we stuck with it and and uh, put the ball in those guys' hands and had our our line block well and and I thought it was it was certainly our best day of the year running the football uh, against a team that we think is very good. I mean, they're yeah, a talented defense no and and uh, you know they've got Alabama commit, Ohio State commit, well, you Cincinnati see commit, a Miami kid. of Ohio <laughs> commit. You know, you just sit there, you go. They they got a bunch of dudes that are that are going to go play high level football. So obviously they're extremely talented. Um, I thought that we we really just we made a point and said this we're doing this we're going to run the football. Uh, the kids bought into it and and uh, went out and executed and played well. Defensively, the first few drives um, they got you on the quarterback run where they just went five wide, went empty. He took the snap, went anything really fancy to it. He just went straight ahead or bounced it on occasion. But then what changed because you took that away from them and it really hampered what they wanted to do offensively. Uh, well, what changed? A couple things. One, um, yes, we made an adjustment or two. Um, we did. We 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 made an adjustment or two. But I, I'll say this: like um, I, I personally got after the group pretty good in the second after the second series. I mean, because we had uh, numerous MAs. I mean, just and it didn't like we're fancy. I mean, like no, it was like, a direct snap. I'm coming. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying, oh, yeah. defensively, yeah, right, we're right, not right, fancy. Right. I mean, we're not. We're, we're we're I'm not trying to be the smartest guy in in America here. I mean, we we kind of do what we do. 
I mean, we MA'd on stuff that, well, I mean, I think we had three MAs on the second drive. I mean, like, I'm talking like guys just flat not doing a job. Like a defensive end is supposed to cut a gap because we're blitzing outside of him and we just don't. Uh, I mean, we had multiple of those things, and, and I got after them pretty good because I'm like, these are, these are things we've been running since the second day of installation. We've been doing this since June, guys. Like, well, well, this, is a, this is not a new call. Like, we didn't, we didn't fancy this one up for, for LaSalle. What, what the heck are we doing? And, and I didn't say it in such nice terms. Um, <laughs> but, but, like, really, we just, we just started executing better. We did make a couple adjustments that I thought that were – uh, positive for us and and so forth. Um, they came out with a good plan and and a combination of a good plan, uh, lack of of us executing that plan, uh, our plan against it, um, led to touchdowns. And and yeah, I was I was afraid it was going to be hundred to nothing, but our kids buckled down, did a great job after that. I mean, really after after the first two drives, I mean, what would they get? Two field goals and a touchdown? Uh, Is yeah, that right? I yeah, mean, and one of the I think both of those that you're talking about were 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 the Smith kid going up and and taking a ball away from a corner. I mean, both yeah. those were him and making they got a great play. Kicks on them, yeah, you right, know what I mean? right, like, right. Now one of them was a game winner, but yeah, um, but yeah, they got kicks on them. I mean. Uh, I thought that as atrocious as we were in the first two series, uh, I thought our kids really stepped up because that's a good team. I mean, that they sure. got they're, they're a talented team. Like, I really think that quarterback's a heck of a football player. Their tight end number eighty six is a good player. Uh, so that's a talented team that's put up a lot of points against a lot of people, and we were able to 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 limit them after that. I was proud of how we played outside of that. Um, Again, outside of of me not making a good call on second and long after a sack, I, I, I was fairly pleased with how the defense did. All right, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll look to that playoff game as Moeller will travel to Hamilton, the Big Blue, with a 3-3 three and three record. They'll host Moeller in the first round of the playoffs this Friday night. And you can watch that game on WatchHSSports.tv from ESP Media. This is the Moeller Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Get the skinny on Cincinnati sports with Richard Skinner, only on Local12.com on the Local 12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati sports news 24-7. Get the skinny, only on Local12.com and the Local 12 News app. For over 15 years, Chase Construction has worked closely with property management companies and housing authorities in providing apartment maintenance and inspection services. Chase Construction specializes in completing apartment work orders. If you do not have enough staff to complete the tough maintenance items such as painting, drywall, concrete, plumbing, and electrical work, please call 1986 Moeller alum Alan Shaw Sr. at Chase Construction. For more information, please visit them on the web at www.thechaseguys.com. Welcome back into the Moeller Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder. The regular season behind the Crusaders, they finished 1-5 and five and uh, certainly played some good football down the stretch. Uh, the game against LaSalle this past week, indicative of that. But now none of that really matters because now what does matter is the playoffs as they'll take on the Big Blue of Hamilton. They come in with a record of 3-3, three and three, playing all Greater Miami Conference teams, the GMC playing an entire GMC schedule. Their losses were to Princeton by 5, Lakota West by 27. They did put 13 up on Lakota West, which is significant because nobody's putting anything up on Lakota Dakota West this year and just lost on Friday night to Coleraine 14 to 13. The three wins over uh, a winless Oak Hills over Fairfield 28 25 and Fairfield had its struggles but kind of an eye-opening good win 12 to 7 over Mason. Uh, this is a team that if you throw the Lakota West game out they're in the other two losses and they get three victories um, and Nate Mahan's done a great job wherever he's been. This is probably going to be a, a good football team you're facing on Friday night Mark. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think Nate's done a great job over there at Hamilton. Uh, I know I know Nate for a number of years. He he did recruiting stuff for us at Cincinnati when I was there, and and uh, I, I think he he's a really sharp guy. He's an awesome guy. First of all, I, I, I just as a person, I, I think the world of Nate. But um, Coach Mahan does a really nice job over there. He's got Hamilton. Um, you know some juice in the program. Yeah, they were they were down for a bit. Yeah, they were they were um, down for a bit before he took them over. And and so I think um, you know, things are going going well for them. Uh, they're a good football team. I mean, you see uh, Mason, who's uh, you know besides their game, they're four and one. Mason's playing good football, and they, and that was a heck of a game that they were able to win. Uh, Cole Rain, who's a four and two football team, uh, comes down to a two point conversion At late the end, in the yep. game. They went for the win, which of course you go for. I mean, I um, no, I think that they are they're they're a good football team. Uh, I think he's doing a really nice job with them as a program. Uh, I think that they've got some really 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 talented guys that that. Uh, are quite scary. I mean, they're running back. And, Keyshawn, and they, Day, Keyshawn yeah, Stevens, number, rather. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, number eight. Uh, I, I don't know the names no, I, I, and stuff. I, I always love coaches because that, that, that's how you go, right? You're just looking at the numbers anyway. You don't yeah. need to know the names. I, I, do, I do enjoy that one. And Whenever I hear coaches talk about teams and players, it's always at eight's a good player, 22's a good player, 53's physical. Um, it's up to us to know the names, not you. Yeah, and, and I probably should know those names. I think you get better with that as, as – Yeah, maybe. But You know, the like you play somebody the second year because you go through all the all-conference stuff probably at the end of the year you start right. to recognize names but first time through you're just watching the film and you're like yeah eight wow he's a ball player you know so um but yeah no i think he's a really physical runner uh strong he's athletic uh got really good vision they, they put him back there at the wildcat stuff a bunch and he does a great job with that stuff too uh and then they got another running back the number two kid he he's a ball player too man he's a little bit different he's not uh quite as big yeah, and it's as Caleb, physical, uh, Caleb johnson yeah, yeah he can run uh I think he's a good player. Now that they played a bunch of guys at quarterback, I'm not sure what their situation is. Number one has been their guy. Yeah, Quincy Sims Marshall. Um, he's 22 of 53 on the year. Um, I don't know his situation, but former Moeller player Malik Verdon uh, has played some receiver. He's yep. played a little bit of quarterback, but they are really a run heavy team. I mean, they they don't throw it a whole lot. I think they averaged yep. about uh, 12 pass attempts a game, uh, but they do average 5.1 yards a carry. They do average about 240 yards. It's almost like, hey, we're going to do what we're going to do, and you got to stop it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they do. And, and I mean, even the quarterbacks are running the football, you know. Now, uh, I think that it's going to come down to the, the eight and the two running the ball bunch. Um, the last two weeks, so so number one played against Mason. He came out, like, in the uh, early in the game. I mean, they were coming out situation. They, he, he just didn't play since then. I, I tried to watch the film. I wasn't sure. He might have bumped someone on the sideline. He hasn't. Done. He hasn't been in the game since then. Like literally, one plays in, one plays out, and then you don't see him at all against Cole Rain. Uh, they they put the number three kid in there, who's like a receiver. He's yeah, that's Malik Bird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that kid. Um, so they put him in there, and he's running around a, a bunch against Mason, makes some plays um, for sure in in that game with his feet. That that really. Um, Kind of open things up. They started with number seven this past week against Cole Rain, but then quickly flipped back to three. Um, again, who we see there, I, I think that they're 
they're running that guy. I mean, he, he can really run around. As you said, they're not throwing the ball a bunch. Uh, it, it's very rare that they do. They're, they're doing a lot of different things. They're trying to outnumber you have the quarterback run the game, run the ball or put him in the run action in some way, shape, or form with a run-run option. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and they're, they're big and physical up front. I mean, we're certainly going to have our hands full there. we got to play well in the box and then uh, not allow one of those, like, play-action things to get to over get you our right. head. Get, yeah, get, yeah get, get your eyes caught in the wrong place. That's right. I was going to say, they probably don't remind you of anybody that you've played because the, the two run-heavy teams you played early, Bishop Hartley and, and, and East Central, were kind of power-running teams with, with bigger running backs as opposed to, in this case, kind of spreading things out, the quarterback doing some run games. I'm going to guess it's – unless you maybe want to look at Elder with when they put Ramsey in the Wildcat, but for the most part – I'm going to guess it's not like a team you face this year, right? Uh, th- there's some similarities. Now, uh, Hartley was, was I, I don't know how to describe their offense, but they, they got some misdirection stuff in there and and, and so forth. So uh, that was a little bit different um, than what we're seeing from these guys. They, they could be at times – comparable to some of the stuff East Central is doing because, I mean, they are, they're spreading things out, but then they also are loading things up a little bit, especially when they get into eight playing the quarterback position. They'll, they'll, they'll do a little bit of that stuff, but yeah, they're, they're still uh, making it look like 11 personnel, one tight end, one running back, one tight end, uh, a bunch uh, trying to create a little bit of space. So I, I don't know, maybe, maybe similar to some of the stuff that Elder did when Ramsey was uh, playing the the quarterback spot. Um, yeah, it's a little bit different, a little yeah. bit unique, but um, but no, I think they do a great job. They really run the ball well, and um, and then they got a bunch of those guys playing on the other side of the football. And and um, look at what they've done. They've they've really limited people. I mean, holding Mason to seven and Cole Rain to four, two yeah. scores. I mean, it, they've they've. I mean, Oak Hills. They they held them like what well, I don't remember what the score was, but, it but the rushing yardage was like I think a negative, if I'm not mistaken, or close to it. Yeah, I mean they they've. They've done a really good job, especially as of late. I think they're playing really well on defense. So um, they're going to present a great challenge. They're 3-3. Three and three. We're at their place and, and so forth. How about for you guys? Um, you know, you, you look at going through the regular season and you, you switch quarterbacks about midway through. But I think sometimes when you have a 1-5 team, people are probably thinking, boy, you're still looking for some answers and you're still trying to find some solutions. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like you guys have kind of found an identity both ways and maybe didn't finish some of the games off the way you'd have liked. Is that the case? And do you feel pretty good about, hey, you're not searching for answers here going in the playoffs. You feel like you've got some answers. Yeah, I think we're playing our best ball. I mean, I, I really think that uh, – and, and I said this is a team, and it, it, it could be coach talk that people would say, but I, I said, listen, guys <laughs> – I don't care what our record is. We're playing our best ball, and that's all that matters. And 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 frankly, I, I actually said this because I said go back to the very first podcast that we you and I did um, I, before we played a game. I, I said the most important thing is that we're playing our best right. ball in week seven. Right. I mean, we got, we are in a build up stage to play our best ball in week seven, and and. I would ra- I would much rather be in the situation that we're in right now, and people will probably not like this comment and, and call me crazy, but I'd ra- I'd rather be with our current record at one and five, feeling like we are playing our best ball, than to be four and two, feeling like we're look, tailing look, off and looking, and looking, looking for questions, back. yeah, looking, yeah for, I mean, looking for answers, yeah, not not hatting, saying, oh man, we're not playing well and things are going the wrong direction, um, and. and that's usually hard to say, and especially in high school football, where one and five it could be a downtrodden team. We're not. I mean, we're not a downtrodden team. I mean, um, 
I mean, we are a team that is is believing that we are playing our best football. I, I don't think that there's a kid in our program that that isn't sitting there saying, no, we're playing better right now than we have at any point in time this year. And usually when you're sitting at 1-5 and five on a five-game losing no, streak, it's like <laughs> that's not it's the, the other way sure. around. Yeah, but uh, I don't think that there's a doubt in anybody's mind that that's the case. And, and that's that's an important piece of this puzzle. It's a really important piece of this puzzle because, again, you can be 6-0, and but if you, don't, if you don't think that you're playing very well, then you're probably not. You know, that's not good. So um, we're in a, a decent spot as far as that stuff is concerned. Now, yeah, would I much rather be 6-0 and playing and our best football? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's the best case. Yeah, scenario. that's yes. what we want to be doing. I'm not, we're, nobody's happy about the record. Um, but here's what we got. We got a chance, and I think we got a, a group of guys that have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder that are saying we, we are playing our best football. We're, we're, we are a 1-5 team. But we're better than what a typical one in five team is on a five game slide. You know, like that's because uh, we are what we are. I mean, we are a one in five team. That is what we are. So we're not better than a one in five team. We are what we are. But but I think the chip is is that we're we're better than what everybody else outside of our room thinks about us as far as we're not a typical one in five team as far as we're not garbage. We're a good football team that's that's had a um, a very difficult schedule and as a lot of people have, but who've played tough and competitive in a lot of games and, and just have fallen short. Yep. Well we'll have the game for you on watchhsports.tv and ESP Media this Friday night as Moeller travels to Hamilton. Kickoff time is seven o'clock. For the head coach Mark Elder, I'm Richard Skinner. This has been the Moeller Football Podcast.